Welcome to Jammin' with Jason Mefford, a show where we discuss topics relevant to chief audit executives and professionals in audit, risk, and compliance. We discuss the technical and soft skills needed to navigate the minefields of organizations. You hear best practices and practical advice for helping you advance your career, and we'll even talk about music, mindfulness, and psychology, because we can. So sit back and relax while you listen to the number one podcast in the world for internal auditors, unscripted and unedited. Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. Hey, my friends, welcome back. Uh, today, we're going to talk about respect. I almost feel like it's, it's the beginning of Sesame Street or something like that. Today, we're going to talk about respect, children. Uh, but no, that, that is what I want to actually talk about and respect for internal audit. Now, anytime that I hear uh, the word respect, uh, I kind of think of two different people. Uh, one of them is Aretha Franklin, uh, the queen of soul, because you can't uh, think of respect without you know, having in your head, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, take care, ooh-hoo, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me, okay? Uh, that, that song just goes through my head. Um, and the other one is Rodney Dangerfield, because uh, he used to, in, in his comedy shtick, he always used to do something about, I, I get no respect. And we're going to talk about Rodney here in uh, just a minute when we get into talking about um, our topic for today. Um, but before we do that, I want to give a shout out to a few listeners that uh, sent in, uh, you know, kind of some testimonials about the podcast. So I always like to, uh, you know, reach out, call people out by name and let them know because um, I really appreciate uh, when you do that. Uh, so here's a couple. Uh, this first one. Hi, Jason. I started listening to your podcast. It's really great. I really like how you convey serious and challenging topics. Really entertaining and easy to listen to. So Kareen Stoer, I hope I said that the last name correctly. Thank you. Um, I do appreciate that. Uh, here's another one. I'm following your podcast for a few weeks now, and I find them highly insightful. You bring things across in a relaxed way that suits me. So Oliver Stroman, thank you very much for that. Uh, and again, as I said, you know, if you're listening to the podcast and you're enjoying this, uh, please share it with your friends and colleagues. Because uh, really, I'm, I'm trying to get message out to the whole world. And if everybody that listens tells a few people each week, uh, it really does make a difference, and we can reach people literally all over the world. Um, so, so with that, and again, also too, you know, for those of you that are loyal listeners, please, uh, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message, and let me know what you like about the podcast. I always really appreciate that. Uh, you know, for for those of you that are listening out there, I'm sitting here talking to myself in the recording studio, so it's always nice to get feedback and to know that I am delivering uh, something of quality that you enjoy listening to each week. It means a lot to me. So um, with that, let's, let's start kind of jumping into uh, our topic today a little bit, okay? And I wanna talk about respect and respect for internal audit. 
Um, because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people in our profession that kind of walk around like Rodney Dangerfield used to saying, you know, I don't get no respect. I don't get no respect. You know, people don't respect internal audit. And, and because of that, there's some things that I want to talk about uh, as it relates to respect, because this could come from uh, several different angles. So we're going to talk about some of those different angles today. And I'm going to give you some questions to ask yourself and some things to think about um, because I want you to get that respect. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm going to give you some, some takeaways um, for that as we go through here. Now, um, you know, ju just to start off with, you know, let, let, me, let me go through. For those of you that are familiar with Rodney Dangerfield, um, he was a comedian, uh, passed away a few years ago. And um, his, his big claim to fame was uh, he, he, he used to really go on about how he didn't get any respect. And so, you know, let, let me just go through and I'll, I'll give you a few of the jokes, hopefully make you laugh too, because it's always important for us to laugh. Uh, but, I, but I think it's important because I want to tie this into what we're talking about today as well, right? So, um, you, you know, here's an example. Um, you know, my wife is always trying to get rid of me. The other day, she told me to put the garbage out. I said, I already did. She told me to go keep an eye on it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just am laughing about these things anyway, right? Uh, <laughs> here's another one. I get no respect at all. When I was a kid, I lost my parents at the beach. I asked a lifeguard to help me find them. He said, kid, I don't know where they are. There's so many places they could hide. <laughs> Right. And in, in, in this, you know, he, he used to do a lot of jokes about his wife and about how he didn't really get any respect at home and things like that. And so <laughs> here's one that's kind of funny. And this is going to tie in later. You know, he said, you know, I, I come home from work early one day and I see this guy jogging down the street in his underwear. I ask him, why are you jogging in your underwear? And he says, you came home from work early. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> Or another one here, and then I'll stop because we got to get onto our topic as well, right? Um, but uh, I really enjoyed going back and actually looking up some of these jokes again to do this podcast. Uh, so here's another one. He says, "My psychiatrist told me I was going, I was crazy, and I want and well, let me do that again. My psychiatrist told me I was crazy, and so I said, I want a second opinion. He said, Okay, you're ugly too." <laughs> Right. But, but, you know, again, with this, it was, it was always about, you know, poor Rodney, poor Rodney, you know, I get no respect. Well, the first thing I want to tell you, and I want to talk about is respect is a two way street. And what that means is to get respect, you have to give respect. And we're going to go through and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, the second point is you have to think about uh, what, what I like to talk about, kind of these three different areas, especially if you're an executive, that, uh, you know, you need to be respectful of yourself, your stakeholders, and your staff. So that's kind of a second area, respect related to self, stakeholders, and staff. And we're going to get more into that. Um, but also it's about respect of your abilities, qualities, or achievements. Okay. And, uh, and, and why is that? Well, if we go back and actually take a look at the definition of respect, okay, it's a noun. 
And in the first definition says, it's a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Okay, so I'm gonna read that one again. It's a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, and achievements. So that's why I brought that up, that, that respect also relates to our abilities, qualities, or achievements. And we're gonna talk about that, okay? The second definition, due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. And that's one of the reasons, again, why we're gonna talk about respect is a two-way street. And to get respect, you have to give it, okay? So let's start first talking about, uh, you know, respect for self, stakeholders, and staff. Okay, these are three areas uh, that are that are important to me. They are really kind of the three things that you have to balance as an executive. Okay, and if you're not balancing these three areas, this could be one of those reasons why maybe people are not respecting you. Okay, <clears throat> and so the first thing I want you to think about is. Do I respect myself? Okay. Do I respect myself? Now, I think most of you, when I read that, when I say that to you, you're going to say, well, of course, Jason, I respect myself. But let me tell you, from coaching people for the last couple of decades, one of the fears or insecurities that people have is about their self-worth. And in fact, you know, that is one of the greatest fears that people have. And one of the things that as humans, we tend to not do very well. We don't have a lot of self-respect or self-love for ourselves. And so I, I want you to kind of sit with that for a little while and think about that question. Do you really respect yourself? Because if you don't feel respect for yourself, if you don't have love for yourself, it's very difficult for other people to feel that way towards you, okay? You give off kind of a negative energy, and then you start acting like that Rodney Dangerfield character. You know, oh, you know, woe is me, nobody respects me, okay? So are you actually respectful of yourself? Now, I want you to think, you know, the next area is around stakeholders. And again, you know, the self stakeholders and staff, this is kind of in a business environment, but think about it. You know, if you're thinking about it in your personal life, think of, you know, am I respectful of myself and then also of others? So I'm breaking down the others into stakeholders. So these could be peers, they could, they could be other executives or other people in your organization. Uh, and your staff as, as two separate groups, right? So, so this next one, you know, after you thought about, am I really respectful of myself? Are you respectful of stakeholders? And so again, if we go back and think about one of those definitions, are you respectful about the feelings of your stakeholders, right? And I know, again, most of us would say, well, of course I am. I, I'm a loving person. But how many times have we not maybe respected our audit clients' feelings by demanding certain things? You know, I have to have this by Friday. You're holding me up. And we just kind of push things forward 
<clears throat> maybe without being very emotionally intelligent about what may be going on in their life. Are we actually respectful of their feelings? Are we seeing them as a human being? Because there could be things going on in their life. I mean, my goodness, they could have a sick parent that they're dealing with, or they may, they may go, be going through cancer themselves, or who knows what, right? Uh, but there may be some other reason as to why they're not getting you the information that you want in the time and manner in which you want it. And so are you being respectful of their feelings? Are you respectful of their wishes, of their rights, or their traditions? If people are different than you, do you make fun of them, or do you love and respect them as a human being who maybe just has different wishes or different traditions than you do? right? <clears throat> and so I want you to think about because that, that affects both stakeholders as well as maybe your staff as well, right? So, you know, if, if you're one of those leaders who maybe feels like your team doesn't respect you, well, I want to flip that around. Do you respect your team? If you're not respectful of your team, it's very likely that they will not be respectful of you. Okay. And, and, and one of the things, I mean, you've probably heard me if you've been listening for a while, think about the world usually reflects back to you what you are giving off. It's almost as if you're carrying around a mirror in front of you. And so again, when somebody is being disrespectful to you, there's a good chance that you were either being disrespectful to them in some way or maybe you are not very respectful of yourself. And that is mirroring itself back to you, okay? So again, think about self, stakeholders, and staff. You know, do I respect myself? And here's another question, am I respectful of others? Am I respectful of their feelings, of their wishes, of their rights, of their traditions, okay? And this is, again, one of the reasons why I talk so much about psychology and emotional intelligence, because if you are not practicing emotional intelligence in everything that you're doing, there's a very good chance that you are not being respectful, okay? So we've talked about already, right, that respect is a two-way street. To get respect, you have to give it, right? You need to be giving respect to yourself, to stakeholders, and also to staff, okay? Now, that still maybe doesn't answer the question that a lot of you have of, you know, but why don't people respect internal audit? Why do I not get the respect that I think we deserve, okay? And if you listen to people in our profession, you know, there, there's this very idealistic uh, utopia type of <clears throat> belief about internal audit, about how much value we add to the organization, okay? And, and we say that to ourselves, but the reality is the value is what actually people perceive that we're providing to them, right? And so we can think that we're providing value and that we deserve respect, but unless we're doing things that that uh, that warrant that respect or admiration, we are not going to get it, okay? 
And so here's a couple of other questions that I want you to think about, right? What have I done that's worthy of respect? Okay, what have I done that's worthy of respect? Another one, what can I do that's worthy of respect? Okay, and, and when you ask yourself these questions, you know, again, you may not get an answer right away. And so the idea, though, is to try to ask yourself these questions a few times, and then eventually at times when you're not even realizing, all of a sudden, something is going to come to your mind and you're going to have an idea. And then what I want you to do is I want you to act on that idea, okay? Because the more action we take, uh, the, the more results we are actually going to have, okay? Now, let me jump into this a little bit more, you know, because we talked about how respect is also how someone, uh, you know, uh, has a feeling of deep admiration because of the abilities, qualities, or achievements, okay? Now, and again, this is, this is gonna, you know, apply to our chief audit executives that are out there. Um, but, you know, sometimes internal audit doesn't get the same respect as some of the other functions in an organization does. And we've talked before about, you know, how often we're viewed as a cost center. We're, we're a, a group that just takes and takes and takes. We cost money, right? And a lot of that is because we are not doing as good a job as we could in actually explaining or showing the value. Now, sometimes we may not be providing that much value either, right? If all we're doing pretty much is compliance, check the box audits, uh, and adding more controls to our organization, then again, there's a good chance that people are not going to really see that as adding much value. They're going to see that as adding more cost, more overhead, more burden. You're making my job tougher, okay? And when people are thinking that way, when they feel that way, then they're not going to see the value in what it is that you're actually providing. Now, sometimes, you know, if you look at it, the abilities are something that is at, at question, right? So, you know, again, if I, well, we'll just take me as an example, right? I like to play the guitar. Every so often I play it on here and I, and I sing to you. Now, I realize that I am not a fabulous guitar player, okay? I make mistakes. I am no Eddie Van Halen, okay? Now, if I wanted the respect of Eddie Van Halen, I would have to practice a lot more than I do because Eddie Van Halen has given his life to that instrument, okay? He plays the guitar pr probably every day uh, for hours. That is why he is that good. Now, if I don't do the same things that he does, do you think he's ever going to be able to respect me as an equal guitar player? Of course not, right? So again, I have not put in as much time. I've not put in as much blood, sweat, and tears into playing the guitar as Eddie Van Halen has, okay? Now, how does this relate back to uh, what we're talking about here with respect and with others in your organization, okay? Especially if you're a chief audit executive, okay? 
you were taught, you learned all of the technical things. You probably got lots of certifications. You may have multiple degrees. You've been doing what you've been doing for a long time. But one thing along the way in our career path is people are usually not taught well how to be leaders or how to be executives. We promote people because they're good technically and we often overlook and don't really consider the importance of some of the soft skills. So if you're a chief audit executive in your organization and you're looking at some of the other executives in the organization, I can tell you this, they are more like Eddie Van Halen when it comes to some of the soft skills, the executive presence, and how they manage self, stakeholders, and staff than you are. And that has nothing to do with you as a value of a person. It's because they have been involved in executive programs. They have done the work. They have practiced. They have done the things that it takes to be an executive. That's why they got there. Okay. So if you haven't done some of those same things, if you're not involved in things like the Chief Audit Executive Forum, where you're actually learning and growing and working with other people who are also Chief Audit Executives and getting some coaching, some actual executive coaching, so that you can act more like those other executives, there's always gonna be that disparity. The Eddie Van Halens in your organization are always gonna look at you like Eddie Van Halen would look at me and think, Jason, you're a nice guy, you're a great guy, I love you. You know, you play the guitar, but you're just not as good as me and you never will be, right? If I want to have that respect, I would have to actually go and do some of those things and work on it, right? Because like we said, there's the two definitions for respect. It's other people having that feeling or admiration re related to us for our abilities, qualities, or achievements. And that's, again, what we, I think, a lot of times are looking for for our profession. So until we're able to prove to others that we have those abilities, qualities, or achievements, it's going to be difficult for us to get respect, okay? So if you want respect from others in your organization, you've got to work on your abilities, qualities, and achievements and be able to prove or show to others that you deserve the respect. Now that means you're gonna have to put in time. You're gonna have to do things. You're probably gonna have to get outside of your comfort zone in order to do that. But if you want the respect, you have to do the work, okay? Now, the other side of it is we talked about to begin with, respect is a two-way street. And so if you are not giving respect to other people, you have to give respect in order to get respect, okay? I'm hoping this is making sense to everybody uh, because like I said, you know, I, I, I see so many people walking around like Rodney Dangerfield. And you know what, Rodney Dangerfield was hilarious. I loved his comedy shtick. Uh, in fact, I mean, at the beginning of this, you could hear me laughing, right? Um, and it's funny when you do it in a, in a comedic sense, right? It wouldn't be so funny though, if Rodney Dangerfield actually went around in his life believing that he didn't have any respect and that he got no respect because, because here'd be the reality of it, right? Is if you're actually walking around that way in your real life, 
it probably means that you don't respect yourself and you're not being respectful of other people, right? I told you at the beginning, you know, some of these different jokes about his wife, you know, and about how he doesn't, he doesn't get any respect, right? Well, the, the reason for that would have been probably because again, the person Rodney didn't respect himself and he wasn't showing his wife the respect, right? And so again, because that's a two-way street, you have to be respectful of yourself and respectful of other people. Okay, now with that at the end, I know I, <laughs> I don't think Rodney Dangerfield had any issues with that, okay? I'm not trying to say that he did, uh, but, that, but that that again was his comedy stick. But if, if you're feeling that way in your life, if you're walking around going, gosh, you know, I, I don't get no respect, then I want you to, again, ask those questions that we've gone through before, and I'm gonna repeat them here for you uh, before we finish up. <clears throat> so the first one, do I respect myself, okay? And if the answer to that is no, or I'm not sure, then that's probably an area that you need to work on. And as I said, it's okay. All of us are dealing with some of these issues and need to, to learn how to love ourselves as we are and to respect ourselves more. That's one of the big challenges as human beings, okay? So do I respect myself? Am I respectful of others? Okay, am I respectful of others, of their feelings, wishes, rights, and traditions? What have I done that's worthy of respect, okay? And again, if you ask yourself that question, you're like, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, right? Well, maybe there's been lots of things that you've already done. People just don't know. And so maybe you have to go out and toot your own horn a little bit and let people know some of the things that you've done, right? Or, because if you don't let people know what you've done, then they're not going to know to respect you for it, right? And then the last one, what can I do that's worthy of respect? So again, think about it. If you're not getting the respect that you feel like you need now, what are some things that you can do, some actions that you can take so that going forward, your actions are going to be more in alignment with that? You're going to be more respectful of other people. You're going to do things that are worthy of deep admiration. And, and by doing that and doing the little things every single day, things will get better. You'll start to be more respected. You'll have stronger relationships as well. Okay, my friends. I know this was kind of maybe, maybe kind of took a little bit of a different turn um, than, you, than you thought it was going to. And, and here's the reason for it, okay, is I love and respect all of you. I respect our profession. I love, uh, you know, the people that are drawn to this profession and the good that they're trying to do in the world. Um, you know, but I realize a lot of times our problems center on ourselves and that the more that we improve ourselves, the more we learn the more we try to be kind, the more we try to be loving and respectful of other people, those things come back to us. And unfortunately, we live in a world that has too little love and too little respect. And the more that we can love and respect everyone around us, we're gonna make not only you know, our life better, but the world all around us better as well. Because we change the world one person at a time. And that even starts with us and then works its way outwards. 
So with that, my friends, go out, be respectful of other people, uh, you know, and, and sing that song in your head a little bit too, R-E-S-B-E-C-T, and get you going and moving uh, to go out and make changes in your life uh, that you need to so that, again, we can elevate internal audit, we can provide more value to our organizations, and uh, we can actually feel better about ourselves and better about the job that we're actually doing as well. So with that, my friends, have a great week, and I will catch you on the next episode of Jamming with Jason. Rock on. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you later on the next show. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to C-Risk Academy at ondemand.criskacademy.com. And that's C as in the letter C, riskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you also will have access to the video version of today's show. The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.